0: Welcome back to another episode of GEMS Podcast. I'm your host, Genesis Amaris Kemp, and with me today is Corinne LaFont. Corinne LaFont has been a PR practitioner for the past 10 years. While living in Jamaica for 21 years, she established herself as a columnist with the Jamaican Jamaica Gleaner a national daily newspaper, as well as offering professional services in publishing and digital marketing for clients globally. Upon her return home to Trinidad in 2017, she registered her business, LaFont and Associates, a PR and communications consultancy to address the needs of communication strategy and crisis management, content creation and publication, as well as digital media marketing and strategy. She is also the podcast host and founder of Between the Lines, which airs live on YouTube on Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Sundays from 1 to 5 p.m. A.S.T. And without further ado, please do me the pleasure of welcoming Corinne to GEMS Podcast. Welcome, Corinne. Thank you Corinne. so much. Thank you so much, Genesis. It's great to be here. My pleasure. So, Corinne, we're gonna dive into public relations and communication for this segment. What really led you down the path that you're on now?
1: Ah, that's a wonderful question. Uh, I think the universe had it that way. It was planned that way, and I just followed in obedience. I I ended up liking writing. I my mother pulled me into helping her write her reports uh, as a manager doing investigative reports and I think that was my first stint in really writing anything significant or helping her in terms of that and her getting great feedback you know when she took it back to work and so I just it, it lied low it, it laid low for a while. You know my writing until I migrated to Jamaica. So helping my mother happen before I migrated to Jamaica, that was in nineteen ninety seven or ninety eight, somewhere there. And um, I just picked it back up. It it it's something just a spark in me picked it back up. So I ended up writing for the Jamaica Gleaner. I ended up speaking. I ended up doing workshops. I ended up going to a virtual conference, and and becoming a self publishing assistant. So helping persons to publish their books, ebooks, print books, audio books. And all of that amassed into me getting into the area of public relations because it involves writing, communications, press releases, communication strategy, you know, that type of thing. So I, I ended up just following the path. <laughs> Sometimes these things happen in your life where it's not a matter of you determining where you go, but things just happen in your life that takes you down a path and you
0: just, you just follow it. So um, with your, so it, it kind of sounds like it was always ingrained in you, but it stemmed from your mother needing your assistance to help her um, write some of her pieces. But did she ever go to work and tell them, Oh, well, it was actually my daughter that wrote this piece. Did you get credit? (laughs) I don't think so. And I, I think I
1: told her don't, uh, you know it would not look good on her you know I, I helped her and she always used to come to me to help her with her writing so you know it, it wouldn't look good on her and and when I helped people because she wasn't the only person I helped she was the only person I helped at that time but as life took me I ended up helping other persons even up to present day and I I tell them don't say it's me really I mean unless they want to say so but don't say it's me because it's really I am making them look good. And that's what PR is about, helping to make people look good. It's about their image. It's not about me. If they want to give me credit, fine. But don't compromise yourself publicly by saying, oh, I helped you do something. You know, that's that's my job. That's what I do. That's what I love doing. I help people look good.
0: Okay, so what made you start your business? When did you feel like it was time for you to really branch out and brand yourself since you were already doing the work in your area? When I came back home in
1: 2017 and home in in Trinidad and Tobago, I was living in Jamaica for 21 years where I really got amassed all that sort of experience and exposure so when I came back in 2017, I decided, you know what, I need to start my own business. And the branding aspect of it came, you know, when I said to myself, my name, I, ha- I created a magazine from my name. So I, my, I brand myself around my name, Corinne LaFont. Everybody just loves that name. And so I, I created a magazine years ago. It, it did pretty well. I plan to resuscitate that magazine, I believe, you know, because magazine is not an easy thing to to continue and sustain. Um, But when I came home, I decided to go with my name and to have associates as part of it because I want to be able to work with other people. I don't have within me all the resident skills and experience. So it's good to bring in persons who have complementary skills, services that we can collaborate and work together on various projects. It can be consultancy, it can be one-off, it could be, you know, a continuous project.
0: So after you left Jamaica and you moved back to Trinidad and Tobago, did you find it hard to get settled in because you spent the bulk of your time in Jamaica for 21 years and here you are going back home to Trinidad, trying to reestablish yourself and really get your name out there. How, how difficult was that? And what did you learn from that lesson? Oh my God.
1: It's like a two-edged sword. When I migrated to Jamaica in about 1997, I had to, that question was also relevant. How did I cope? How did I manage? Because being in Trinidad, you know, for that part of my life and then moving over to something new and then spending 21 years and then coming back home, is totally different. It takes, um, Humility, that's what I would say. A humility, a patience, and understanding that is required when you're moving from culture to culture, whether it's to one, back from one, you know, once you are a, a sort of nomadic type of person, because I move around a lot, I you have to have that sort of humility and understanding and patience, no matter where you go. And be open. Don't don't come with a with a mindset of you're pushing your own agenda on anyone else or this is how it should be. You're in Rome, do like the Romans. You could tweak a little bit based on, on your own experience, but try to be more observant. Two skills that I'm pushing people to for, for this coming year, especially starting now, be observant and listen. Those are two skills you really need to know. Keep an observant I keep watching, and listening don't talk too much watch and listen so that is what it took and I've kind of fit back in some things still annoy me some things still annoy me but I have to survive and you have to adapt and I am a very adaptable person you know I I fit into any situation just put me somewhere let me have let me get a lay of the land
0: and I will know how to fit in so that's what it took So observe and listen and be able to really adapt. But then, you know, from the outside looking in, because I'm first generation American, so Caribbean blood. Um, And people would say, well, the Caribbean islands are all the same when in actuality, they're not all the same. So what type of advice would you give someone from the outside looking in who may not necessarily understand, well, what was so hard from her going from one island to another island? Because sometimes the language is different, the dialect and et cetera. So talk about that briefly. Well, you mentioned the
1: dialect, the accent, so I came with my Trini accent when I went to Jamaica. And some persons couldn't understand me. Some persons loved me in the sense of how I speak, you know, in terms of my accent. They were like, oh my God, keep speaking. I was like, why? I don't want to keep speaking. <laughs> you know, and now that I have come back home to Trinidad, well, I've been here for about four years, I think, going into five since I came back in 2017. Some people still hear an accent when I speak. I don't hear it. I I to me, I have been speaking like this all my life. But on the outside, they're hearing whatever it is they're hearing, and it sounds like music to their ears. So I'm like, okay, fine, you know. Um, But besides that, you're talking food, you're talking um, a Caribbean personality. Each island is distinct in terms of their own personality, not because we live in the islands, as you said, it's all the same. There are distinct personalities, and that's why I'm suggesting be observant, and be active listeners, because that is, that would allow you to learn how the people are, the things they say, what they say, There are special phrases that may be used to communicate certain things. There are things that I, words that I grew up with in Trinidad, that when I went to Jamaica with it, it was offensive. So you have to understand that sort of cultural diversity, and the same, even from Jamaica coming back to Trinidad, there are things that are, you know, offensive to Trinidadians, people found me quite aggressive when I, I mean, I am not necessarily, it's just, uh, I would consider it more bold, you know, and, and, and the, the culture brings all these things in you. Once you migrate somewhere else, you are going to take on the personality of that particular country. And you're going to, and, and I would say to you, it's not a matter, take it on. It is already in you. And being within that, it helps to bring out more of who you are, because your challenge you have to survive and you have to do what it takes to live and to and to live well with the people so it's not only work wise it's also live well with the people because what sense would it make to be living in another man's country and you can't get along with anybody? Not that you will get along with everybody, but you have to be able to survive the neighbors, the key people you know you have to be able to survive so Understanding that and, and, and the whole cultural diversity, the phrases, the way you say things, how you say it. And this is why I encourage people to travel. It's important to travel. It's, it's, it's part of your development and growth. It's part of your exposure. Persons who I find don't leave their country at all, not even their community within their country to go to another community, actually limit themselves. And they tend to have a very close-minded view of things. This is how it is. This is how it should be. No, it is only when you travel, you're able to experience what other people are going through. It's, it's not only a matter of race, it's oh, skin color, education. It's, it's all of that and much more. And you're able to appreciate coming back to your own country, more of, of your own because of what you have seen outside or the reverse is you can bring what you have learned outside into your country. So it's a symbiotic sort of relationship where you take something to and you bring something back in order to help develop. And, and, and that's what it is. You, you take it as a, a learning experience, just like how oh, you would go to school and learn. And the best way to learn for me is not necessarily in school. That that should be complementary to traveling the world. And I would encourage parents, I'll take this opportunity to encourage parents, let go of your children, let them travel, push them to travel, you travel, set up, leave your home for a couple of years, just set up shop somewhere and and say you're going to be living here, you're going to be doing this, take up opportunities that would allow you to, to push yourself, to know who you really are, to know
0: what you're made of, it's important to do that. So the reason why I asked that question, Corinne, is because it also ties into communication. You need to be able to know how to effectively communicate, whether it's auditory or it's nonverbal communication, even with the whole body language, because when you go to another culture, sometimes some cultures don't like to necessarily look people in the eye because they feel like it's a sign of disrespect or the way you shake their, their hand or you talked about certain phrases you use, because one phrase, for example, that my husband was taught in Jamaica, they were saying, don't ever say these things, because it's very offensive. And then now that we're going to where my mom's from St. Vincent and the Grenadines, you have to, you know, assimilate to that culture as well. And I believe whenever you travel the world, it gives you the richness and it also gives you the vastness because you are able to really assimilate in another place and you're able to take the knowledge that you acquired and bring it back home with you because now your viewpoints have changed and you've opened up. But the reason why I wanted you to really go deep now is so you could really elaborate since communication is in your wheelhouse and by you traveling to Jamaica, spending 21 years there and now being back in Trinidad, your home base for four years now it all talks about communications and communication is really tied into public relations and you tie that into public speaking that goes that also is a part of self-care and self-worth because if you value yourself then you will understand how to value somebody else and it's about setting up proper boundaries as well as establishing respect when you respect yourself and you have boundaries in place you're going to make sure that you don't enforce unconditional boundaries on somebody else and you don't enforce unrealistic expectations on somebody else who you don't know them fully you don't know their culture fully and you can never assume so i hope that makes sense why i had you go deep diving (laughs) with that question
1: Yes, I do. I do, and and I like how you said it. You know, because it, it it really encompasses everything that I've said before. You know, don't force yourself. Don't think that this is your way. Allow yourself to have an open mind. We we restrict ourselves, and that is not good. And while the pandemic over the past two years has forced us to isolate, it actually opened up our world to us because we went online. We were able to talk to even more people, you know, even though you didn't get to move physically, you moved virtually. But once you can get the opportunity to move physically, I'm telling you, it, it opens, it opens your mind, it's supposed to, eh? it's supposed to open your mind, if you're that type of person. If you are literally closed, you will go no matter where you go with with a closed mindset, that you're going to see the, the manifestation of that. People are going to resent you. People are going to not want to interact with you. So open yourself up, try new things, try new food. I've met people in Jamaica who don't want to try anything else. They, they are very stuck with, with what they eat and they don't, they're used to it. Jamaicans tend to be like that. There are some, not all of them, let me not say all of them, but there are some people who will try, who will try new food. Let me try this, let me try that. But To me, from my experience, their food is their food. They are only going to eat their food. (laughs) And no matter where they go, they could travel where. The first thing they're looking for, where is a Jamaican
0: restaurant? (laughs) So let's let's, um, highlight that for a bit before we (laughs) wind down. Because in Jamaica, some people confuse the foods, like some... Americans confuse Jamaican food for other Caribbean island foods. Like, for example, Jamaica has jerk chicken and stuff like that. Other, other Caribbean islands have curry chicken, stewed chicken, like Bajans have flying fish and cuckoo yeah, and yeah. different stuff like that. And I feel like when someone doesn't really know about the island, they say, oh, can I have this there? When that is not a local dish. So one way to really get in good with the island person is to at least know what the signature dish of that island is. And that could be your easy way to interweave in a communicate, in a communicative way with that individual who is from a different culture than you, because they said, oh, at least he or she has done their research and they at least know our signature dish here. I encourage everyone. I'm glad you said that when they are traveling
1: or thinking of travel, this is the protocol. I I suggest to everyone study the place, (laughs) right? Go online. Everything is online study the place the people there are so many opportunities online for you to know even the language before you go how to pronounce it how to say it YouTube helps you don't go of course don't go with the attitude of oh I know how to speak Jamaican and come with this thing of oh I'm gonna speak Jamaica now no you know <laughs> Jamaicans are I think islanders on a whole but let me just say about jamaicans do not try to speak jamaican (laughs) don't just speak your native language and and keep going like that they will respect you for the language you speak and i will tell you why movies that do not hire authentic jamaicans it upsets them Don't hire somebody who can speak a so-called Jamaican accent and the person is not authentic. They would not watch that movie. Or if they do, they come out cussing. Don't do it. Get an authentic Jamaican. Please. Even for Trinis, it's the same thing. Don't. Don't try to speak like us. Hire an authentic Trini. Hire an authentic Jamaican to do it. Please. It is a disrespect. Let me tell the movie people, all the creators out there, don't do it. Okay? So so just learn the food. So, for example, you mentioned jerk. Now, jerk has become an international cuisine. Everyone is doing it now. Just like how you have your European cuisine, American cuisine, Indian, Thai, all sorts of things. Now, let me tell you, as you touch on the food, I will have you know, patties. Jamaican Patties is one of my favorite things, okay? Jamaican Patties. I came to Trinidad, I came to Trinidad. I'm telling you a story here. I came to Trinidad, I saw it in the airport. I was quite excited, Trinidad Air- Airport. I said, oh my, Jamaican Patties. Yes, let me try one. <laughs> I see a laugh in Genesis because you know where the story going. I. <laughs> I bought the parties and from the first it when I looked at it, when it was in the case, I was like, mm, something not feeling right about this, you know, but all right. They say Jamaican parties. Let me take one. Bought the Jamaican parties. Let me just remind you, this is in Trinidad's airport. Okay. I bought the party, sit down about to enjoy my Jamaican party. I took it up. I put it in my mouth. And from the moment I bit into the thing, I was like, hell no, hell no. It never happened again. I, I swear. If it is not from Jamaica, I'm not eating it. If I'm not in Jamaica, <laughs> eating a Jamaican Jamaica. It's the same thing for me with Indian food. Like in Trinidad, we do a lot of roti, curry and stuff like that. I am not eating a roti in Jamaica unless it is made by a Trinidadian who I know... <laughs> knows how to prepare it that is the truth i find them and there are a lot of trinidadians in jamaica and i know the people who cook it and they are trinese can i tell you if it is not a jamaican cooking jerk and not eating jerk i don't even eat it in trinidad i don't buy it i got my own jerk sauce directly from 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 jamaica my jerk seasoning i do my own thing i am not trusting it okay so i'm just giving you a little tip don't go about speaking jamaican to a jamaican they don't like it don't don't try to pretend you're suddenly jamaican or you're suddenly trini understand do your research to be able like like janice say weave weave into the society you know understand what you shouldn't do what you should do where you can go you know for security purposes where you can go the cost of traveling taking the bus have that experience jump on a jamaican bus let me tell you that is that is the ultimate experience riding on a jamaican bus just take a bus go all over the place <laughs> eat on the beach have fish you know your 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 fish escovich fish and your bammy and your and your stuff you you do that you do that enjoy the experience but please be natural be yourself speak in your language don't pretend to suddenly turn a Jamaican. That's a warning.
0: Those are amazing tips, Corinne. And as we wind down, I want you to leave us with one or two gems that are brief, that summarizes our conversation regarding public relations, communications, and the work that you do on the forefront as well as behind the scenes. And keep in mind, the core pillars are to educate, inspire, and motivate on GEMS Podcasts. (laughs)
1: okay well thank you for that opportunity one thing I would say that will summarize everything is be authentic just be yourself don't try to be anybody other than yourself and at the same time be humble so be authentic and be humble because humility brings with it an open mind uh, a peace and an understanding and an ability to to learn you're willing to learn so authenticity and humility, two other gems I would, I would leave. And if anybody wants to contact me, of course, they can check out my website, LaFontanAssociates.com is pretty easy. Just Google my name. You will find me. Corinne Lafont. I am everywhere on the internet. You will find me. So, and my socials are on my website, and Associates. So my Facebook, my Twitter, my LinkedIn, and so on, my YouTube channel and my podcast. I invite persons to come onto my podcast So we can have this sort of interaction that myself
0: and Genesis is having. Thank you so much. And there you have it, listeners and viewers of GEM's podcast. You just heard Corinne LaFont. And we talked about all things PR, public relations, communications, and the importance of it. So you could set yourself up for success. So make sure you have authenticity, humility, make sure you observe and listen. Those are some of the tips that were woven throughout this segment and we want to make sure that you set yourself up for success so when in doubt ask questions no questions are stupid never assume because it makes an ass out of you and I as the local saying is and always explore the endless possibilities and whenever you travel the world it gives you vast riches to understand someone from a different part of the world understand their culture and it also brings Awareness back to you when you're going home because now you have explored something other than your front door and your native area. So, until (laughs) we chat next time, peace, love, and lots of blessings. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast where you're listening to it and follow us on YouTube. That's Gems with Genesis Amaris Kemp channel. And I hope you have an amazing day. And remember, you're a masterpiece. You weren't manufactured. You weren't created in a box. So stop playing it safe. And YOLO, you only live once. Thank you for listening to another segment of GEMS Podcast. Hope you enjoyed this recording. Make sure you like, comment, share, and subscribe to GEMS Podcast on your audio platform, as well as our YouTube channel, GEMS with Genesis Amaris Kemp. to be here on GEMS Podcast.